0: to the Thinking Church podcast with Lee Button and me, Chris Bright. In this episode, we are talking about engaging with people online, so online church, all those kind of things. Without further ado, let's get on with the podcast today. Well, good morning, Lee. How are you doing?
1: I'm very well, thank you, Chris. How are you?
0: Yes, I'm very well. It's very odd because now I'm looking at a camera and I can't actually see you because my computer is somewhere down there. So I'm as much as possible. I'm trying not not to look at you, so you're just like audio in my head at the moment. Uh, but that's fine because it's a fancy camera, and I'm happy that we've got it working, and that's really nice. So uh, we'll do we'll do that.
1: That's it. this is this is it. it we the, the production level is going up, isn't it, Chris? Well, on your side of it, it says. So. <laughs>
0: We're trying our best, that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, but before we get started with anything, I probably do need to give a public service announcement to say that oh. um, our membership page uh, is, we are now, we've created a whole membership site, and now what we've done is we've put this on for pre-sale, which means that you can sign up for it now, and signing up for it now is good because you get uh, £100 off the annual price, uh, which is pretty darn good. All
1: right. I say so. I'm, I I think you should all go and sign up now.
0: I say so too. Um, so you can go to www.thinking.church slash membership dash pre dash sale. So I say that again. So for for real kind of... was uh, like there's a lot man. of dashing. It is a lot of dashing. I For some reason, I made the page like that. And now it's, you know, once it's set, you can't start changing stuff around. So... It's so it's slash membership dash pre dash sale. Uh, So yeah, there there it is. I I feel
1: like that could have done with a better jingle.
0: Uh, Membership dash pre dash sale. No, no. Uh, What we can do is put it in. (laughs) We can put it in the show notes. Oh man, I think what we've realised is our sales ability needs some work. I think that's the. The best thing we can say yes uh, maybe i should whole- maybe what i should do is start watching like QVC or something and learn you know uh but wait there's more that kind of sales patter uh but i'm not very good at that i can just say that uh the membership site is great uh it's got all of our facilitation mainly uh we run facilitation for churches as i'm sure you'll be aware of now and uh we wanted to make that available to as many churches as possible so we decided that the best thing to do was put put the facilitation that we do uh onto video and that videos then you can go and watch run-throughs of every session that we do for like um mission statements and discipleship pathways and leadership pipelines and basically everything and we're creating loads we've got absolutely tons of them um i've we've already created 95 lessons that are already there and we're only in pre-sale mode. So by the time we go live the aim is that we'll have loads and loads more that there'll be loads of different areas that where you need strategic help we can help your church uh work that through. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I,
1: it's very very cool. I mean it's part of it's the wonder of technology that this is even available these days. Uh, but I I this it, it traditionally this would have all been you'd buy books or you'd find a conference or you'd see things in part and you end up with that very stilted approach like the conference is normally of a scale that you know can be quite aspirational rather than just inspirational and sometimes sees like you know you're hearing from somebody who's had enormous success and then if you buy the book sometimes you're like you're still struggling because you've got to get everyone to read the book you've got to get everyone there and people into uh, I, I would say, and not just because this is what we've been creating, but the ability to watch short videos, bite size, as it were, and share them around and do things in your own time is is something I wish I'd had with many of the teams I'd worked with in the past. Because it just it just makes it gives it an ease as to how you do it.
0: Yeah, that's 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 our aim. Our aim is to make life easier. And there's just so many things on the kind of the strategy side where like, you know, books and conferences give you inspiration and that's great. You know, that is a, that is a good thing. Um, But you know, it's really hard. I mean, it's, it's a bit, I think it's very, uh, it's hard to suggest that a book or a conference can give you the exact sessions to run through and give you like, this is, this is how to run it through with your team. And here's, the outcomes that you're looking for and like that's that I don't think that a conference or a book was made to do that uh they can give you some keys to it and they can get you thinking about things and they can give you the sometimes some of the maybe the why behind it which I think is really helpful uh but to, to, yeah to get it down to the practical this is what you know here's the five six sessions you need to to run to work on this strategy in your church yeah unfortunately there's nothing like that that exists especially for small churches you know you can get you can get consultants in which will cost you uh thousands and thousands of pounds but we we're doing this uh our annual price is currently 500 pounds uh on pre-sale it'll be 600 when uh when it goes live so uh it's a great deal and it's perfect for for churches of all sizes really
1: okay can I say right? I, I'm like you on the salesy side of doing stuff. Can we stop talking about ourselves now? It's like yes, yes. <laughs> I let's mean, we should we should get better at it. If if somebody really wants to help us with that, then please get in touch. Uh, but I I always just feel slightly awkward. Yes, trying to. It's, hey, look, there's great content. If you enjoy the podcast, you'll probably enjoy the videos. I think yes. that's what we got to say. Um, it. It's like we know it's not for everybody, but if it's for you, we'd love to, love you to join us and get the benefits of community and people talking around it um, as we think church.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's go on to uh, today's episode. Uh, Today, we're talking about uh, strategies for connecting with people online. Uh, And we want to, you know, we're online churches obviously here to stay. And we wanted to put our heads together and think about, okay, how can we help you connect? Uh, with people online so we've come with three things each which is our kind of norm now we, we quite like the three things each because it means that we can think about things before we start the podcast which is helpful um so Lee um connecting with people online what's your number one uh I, I guess
1: straight in straight coming to me.
0: Yes go, um, I'm gonna I always go to you first because it feels wrong to start with me first.
1: Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, but my, my first one when it comes to connecting with people online is um, more around how you're positioning what you do. And that is that if you're developing content, you're putting it out, you've got your online strategy, you're probably not competing with other churches when it comes to engaging people and getting their attention. And I think this is a mistake that's often made in that we think think the space that we're in if we put church out on a Sunday morning that the thing we're competing against with our content at that time is people looking for other church content but as you know if you go online or you're looking on YouTube or you're following a Facebook link there are myriad distractions of other things that you could engage with yes there probably will be churches but you're competing with what's on you know standard standard TV instant access with things like netflix people catching up match of the day whatever it is because of where people are engaging you've got to know like you've got to be certain about what you're putting out because you're you're the, the the so we used to say that like you know it's sunday evening like if you're doing a sunday evening service as a church you're not competing with other sunday evening um churches around the area you're probably competing with like, you know, cheese on toast and Top Gear. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. that, you're know, it's, it's what else is going on at that time that people can engage with or, you know, Blue Planet or something like that. Yeah, I think that was back at the time, kind of like Sunday evening kind of yeah. fodder. Of the summer that, wine, that kind of thing. I think you're going back a really long way now. Antiques Roadshow. Like, talk, talk about uh like we we're on about niche references yesterday yeah i think I, <laughs> so. said no, we might have an audience that are old enough to remember all of those things um so it's the when you're putting it out there you you've got to think about what content you're putting in how you're positioning it what it looks like and kind of like time and attention wise what slot you've got available that if you've got because you might have a live bit or you might have a pre-recorded bit and it, it's you know you know are they watching it live or are they going to come back and watch it on demand? Um, so it's that you know not being time sensitive to when you're viewing it, not putting a marker in, in time of like you know what's happening. It's slightly unavoidable, you know, like seasonally, Christmas, Easter, things like that. But generally, you don't have to keep saying "good morning" if it could be viewed at any time of the day. You can just say "hello." Um, do you know what I mean? It's those kind of things. Yeah. But no, no, no. The the primary is have something in mind to understand in terms of attention what you're competing with that that's my takeaway like the first one is what you're up against but don't think church what else is it
0: I think this really leads me onto the thought of because when you're thinking about okay you're competing with things that are not other churches which I think is brilliant firstly you know from a unity's sake you know and we should be you know all churches should be trying to reach different strata of people within their area uh, and online of course uh, but then, when you start to think about okay, why does someone want to watch, say, a Top Gear or a Blue Planet or whatever show is on at the moment, whatever's on Netflix, the major Netflix shows? What is it that 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 show is offering them? And it's not. I and mean, we say entertainment, but what there's always something deeper mm. because every every TV show is taking you through a story of transformation. It's you know, even you know, a documentary is doing a. a um a, a factual TV show is doing that. It is t- it's, it's all basically storytelling. It's telling you a story. And that story is going to be compelling in a certain way, whether that's through you know, using humor or if it's using, you know, um some serious hard facts about the world, like Blue Planet, yeah. for instance. Um, so there's something within that narrative that I think that we need to tap into that. That because that's the real competition. The competition is, is a competition of stories, I think. And yeah. how can we tell, You know, if we can tell a more compelling story, then I think that we're going to, well, of course, the more compelling story is the one that gets watched. And I think, unfortunately, at the moment, I don't think, it's not that we don't have the most compelling story. We have the most compelling story. I just don't think we tell it in the most compelling way at the moment.
1: Uh, and I think that's part of it, is that, If you if you compare the (laughs) Sunday evening shows, I think is a good one to look at and about what people actually want. A lot of the time they want a slightly more relaxed environment because you're kind of in in one sense. I know Sunday's the first day of the week in you know, traditionally how we talk about it, but people are using it as that wind down and then the pre prep for the Monday. Yeah. They want something that they can access in comfort. They want something that um gives them some facts and knowledge because people like to be given facts and knowledge and things they can action and things they can do with. And there's been element of entertainment. (laughs) It needs to be a low barrier to entry. It needs to have familiarity and it, it kind of needs to be that, um, yeah, that sense that like, actually I can take something away from this, that's applicable, something I'll talk about tomorrow um you know you've only got to look at episodes of things like top gear and blue planet to know the impact of how they put what they do together that you see that long tail of it that literally takes you to the next episode yeah about how people talk about it throughout the week you know we've had an episode was it, was it an episode of blue planet and you know some comment on it and basically like two days later we're not using straws anymore you know it's that that yeah. that kind of impact okay i have sorry i've been really disingenuous to like the level and complexity of that as an issue but it's <laughs>
0: blue planet is um, just about the straws
1: no but it's that it's that piece that actually some something in it showed an image made a statement they didn't have a series it wasn't thematic it wasn't a six week build and four guest speakers it was a couple of minutes in an hour-long program yeah but absolutely hit. so I, I I think we sometimes, yeah, knowing what we're competing with and what people are after and how they want to view and what the arcs of those stories are is critical to how we how we put that together. And if you're comp- when we say competing, it's not just in terms of like the other things we're up against, it's time and attention as well.
0: Yeah, and that means that we you know when you're thinking about you've got to keep people's attention and people's attention spans have got shorter and shorter as the the years have gone on. Uh, although interestingly that you know there's the rise of long-form media you know conversations like you know we do a long-form conversation ours is normally around about the sort of 50 minute mark and and there's you know I listened to a podcast the other day that was nearly two hours long and uh, and and so we have the ability to retain attention but it's got to be it's got to be something that's got to grab us and so straight away from the outset you've got to have something that you're talking about that's going to be of interest to people you've you've got to you've got to start with people where where they're at and what they're interested in and that could be an appeal to the head it could be an appeal to the heart I think um I think often um for many people the appeal to something of uh it like uh, something that's in where you're learning something new intelligence you know you're you're growing in that kind of area that does that has a strong appeal to people and then, whereas I'm, I sometimes wonder whether, like, we want to talk about heart issues in church, and I think that's really good, and we should be talking about heart issues. But I think as a as a doorway to say, let's talk about how you're feeling about this is sometimes, and maybe for some it works, um, and maybe just maybe it's more for me yeah, that that could be really true. That I'm probably more drawn in by, let's think about this. I mean, I'm obviously I run thinking church, so I understand that I'm probably uh, probably that way wired. <laughs> um but many i think many people are interested by you know what's what's the thought behind this and what's the, the opinion on this and the stance on this and then that can lead you to uh deeper conversations as it as it goes along um so i think the, yeah the competition factor is is huge and we i think we need to pay special attention to it and and also need to learn from those tv shows as to what they do some of the tricks that they use because they're like like i said earlier that they're telling a story and they're trying to just they're just trying to tell a better story than we are um so it's a competition of stories
1: yeah yeah and the the funny thing is is that if you look at that about what they're competing against what's across the different channels it's not like you've got documentary versus documentary versus documentary what what they've got across that is feeding many different things so it's like, but but if I bet if you took all of them, you could you could map that rise in the arc of the journey they want to take a viewer on, and that's the thing. It's like I think that's the other piece: is that at the start, that those people who are they are viewing is um, consumption behavior. They are consumers of what's going on, much before we go to a, a, a deeper level and actually have those bolt-ons of anything that people can get involved in. That early stage, they are consumers of what's being delivered. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've done all three of mine in one comment here, but you know, let, let, let's go. Chris, what's your first huh. one? I think are we going to find an increasing amount of crossover between, well, like, you know, my three are like your three, are actually just like the first one. We're just going to say it six times now.
0: <laughs> um, well, let's hope not. We'll try, we'll go through this. My first one is um, don't expect people to engage in series, I think as churches, we've there's a lot of a uh, we the recent world has a uh, recent world of churches meant that we've started pre- doing preaching series, and I'm starting to wonder now that in the now that church is now in the digital age and more people are going to be watching online than ever before, and majority of what we do will end up you know you'll have a Sunday morning service, but majority of things that you create it ends up going online people just don't they people will consume a series like if, like if it's netflix so if it's one narrative that's going through then i think they will consume it in that and i say consume i know it's a horrible term but but you have to accept that people are you know they they everyone that's interested in church starts off as everyone starts off as a consumer um and uh, and move from you want to sit them from consumer through to a place of community um but when, how people consume media is, you know, they'll they'll watch just one story in in series, but it has to be one narrative arc. You have gotta, you can't just, you know, or or it'll be um, the same characters each time. But you know, if you if you we've started watching a, a a sitcom, and really, you know, the the whilst it's a series, you wouldn't necessarily really have to watch it in order at all. Really, it doesn't really matter. And I think that one I wonder whether church is becoming more a bit like like that, where uh the the, the media that we or the the services that we create, more people aren't gonna mm. engage with them week by week by week. I mean, we, we know that church attendance already has gone down to uh from about 2.4 uh Sundays per month to down to about 1.1, 1.2 per month. So already, you know, when you've got a series, if say you've got a four-week series, someone's only gonna be seeing going to be coming to your church about one of those a month and they're probably not going to pick up with the rest of them online in sequence so i'm just i'm starting to wonder whether this this is the death of the series and actually because just people just don't consume the, or attend church or whatever however you want to describe it they don't think, do it that way anymore
1: yeah i think that there's there's another there's another bit in that i sorry this is just like thinking out loud now but when we put out a church service when we put out a church element let's say that that service that we put out is an hour's worth you know worship notices film intro talk etc we think it's consumed whole yeah multiple hours actually if you're looking at the series or thematic piece of that the talks what 20 to 30 minutes in most of those situations with if you've got an hour schedule like that that's typically where it is if those then 20 minute clips of all of the talk were put together people might give an hour and almost binge watch it if that was applicable but nobody's going to binge watch 5 hours of service programming
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: So it's that. I think it's that difference between we have sections within our services and the service as a whole is more like a magazine show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like trying to chop up the one show on BBC, as opposed to does anybody watch the whole thing or does everybody watch for the item that they're interested in? And people often go back to try and watch the item as a snippet. That's, I'm wondering if yeah. I'm wondering if when you and I, I think it's more churches church is actually more a magazine show a lot of the time um and actually i'm just wondering if like when you say like you know the death of the series is like yeah i wonder if that's the strength of kind of like theming as a whole is on the decline because we should be wrapping up just the elements of it to be able to be watched and interacted with almost on their own yeah um That's a thinking out loud. I'm just putting that out there. I am undecided on that and I will hold that idea with a very open hand.
0: Yeah, I I think this is an interesting thing where, yeah, I think church has been more like the one show where we have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I wonder whether it's things, you know, there's not many of those shows now. I guess you have, I guess we're getting into deep TV talk now. I guess you have like This Morning. I don't really watch that but that's kind of a magazine style show
1: because <laughs> because we're working well yes, well, yes. I, i'd hope
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we should be working anyway uh <laughs> but most other shows are you know they're built around one purpose so um i guess there's there's very few nowadays holy music shows so that's an interesting one you don't often get uh a, a show where where it's all music so say like a you know unless it's Glastonbury or something where you're going to watch a whole 30 minutes of music that's pretty interesting that's and that's something I've not really thought about before is no one you know you may interact with one song I can't really apart from you yeah, know watching Glastonbury or Eurovision or something like that but even then there's gaps in between and and it's um even you know X Factor and those kind of shows um there's a lot of talk in between so that's that's an interesting one that actually you know to to interact with music for a length of time like that you know we've had a year where people haven't gone to gigs so that's an it's an interesting one for thinking about like worship music online and how we can interact with that and I think we are moving away I think I wonder whether we should start for online be moving away from the kind of magazine style thing because because people will you know they'll either switch off because it's not the bit they like. And unfortunately people are just way more picky online. Um, but I think there's this, this unlinear nature now to, to church. And I think that that now preaching in series, I'm just wondering whether it's just now something for a bygone era.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, feeding into that, we are so instantaneous in how we want to access answers. That let's say I'm looking at something around an issue. I'll pick my children because that, that that's one maybe where I would start for looking for like the external input and resources to help. The problem I'm encountering is in the moment, I am not waiting for the church to come up with a series of stuff in five, six months' time or even next year. Yes. So people go looking and then find content and apply it to where, like. When I, you know, I'm dealing with stuff like in certain elements of part of the work that I do and it's raised a number of issues and things that I am less experienced in. So I've gone and got books and materials and resources and found training that's happening now for me to go on and attend. I haven't waited for it to like, you know, come up in any other program. I'm wondering if people when it's like, if I have a need, if something needs addressing, I go looking for where that content is So I'm like, like, yeah, which I think, you know, I really am touching on to my other points now and I'll give a little bit away because, you know, it's a podcast, it's fine and we're not going to edit it. Of course we're not going to edit
0: it. I mean, I think I just was, I was just clonking around with a microphone just now. I'm not editing that. It's, um, It's that piece of like, yeah, you've got, we've got the
1: online and what people are coming for and what you're competing against. What you're competing against is the fact that people can just search stuff as well and get what they want that's dealing with an issue that they have at that moment in time. The next one, my my next one is about content, content, content. Like actually what, what you're creating, how you're putting it together, what meets the immediate needs. So what I think this is the switch from the series and the informational aspect of like how to teach because I think that's a very... We, we seem to have less teachers on some of those things, you know, at, at, at a deep level... I'm wondering if the, you know the stuff in terms of the life of the church and what it means to the community we're part of is more the teaching that we're delivering as the local expression, and then it's actually you know my, my final one is about community community community. Well, that's the yeah, bit.
0: Don't don't go ahead. Don't go ahead.
1: No 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 no. But it's like we, we've we we have got that arc. Actually, it touches back on like you just said is people need to find themselves in the content that you're delivering, and that's why it's probably more magazine style, but the death of the series to a degree is that people, if you've got a need at this moment in time, you will go looking for it. Now you might find a church that are doing it and then hook in with that church because it then becomes that line to you that you that you go with. But that content could be from anywhere. Yeah. If you're dealing with online.
0: I wonder whether now churches, you know, for Sundays should be This sounds crazy, but be more reactionary with their content. So, for instance, I I follow a lot of, you know, I'm a football fan, uh, follow a lot of football channels. And, of course, what they're doing is they're all reacting to the latest news and talking about it. And that becomes the basis of content because that's the thing people are interested in. You know, if it's about the Euros, which is just about to come up, or transfers, you know, or something like that. People want to know about the thing that's immediate. And so they're looking for that content that's, that's immediate. And I wonder whether in church world, some of the needs that are in the world or some of the, you know, responding a lot more to uh, the, what people are uh, thinking about some of the, you know, big issues, news items, or uh, big pieces of, you know, maybe it's television or things online, and responding to how what the things that people are already interacting with that are already coming up. I think, wonder, that's a really great thing. I saw something really interesting for, for content, which I... Um, I passed on to um, uh, a friend of mine uh, who's in in ministry and um, it was I found um, there was a guy online who was doing some talking Uh, so he's a preacher Mark Clark I think his name is he's just done something with Kerry Newhoff just recently and um, but he was commenting on a Jordan, Jordan Peterson video and really fascinating because he was then he was taking the content which came out, you know, a couple of weeks ago and was responding to it from a, okay, from, from a Christian point of view, here's where he's right. Here's where he's wrong kind of thing. And I thought that was fascinating because it's, you know, it's content that's widely being, you know, you get, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views on someone like that's video and interacting with that. And, and, and I think that's going to become much more key content for churches is being, uh, social commentary, cultural commentary mm. and 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 interacting with things. so it doesn't matter who it is in that sense you could take you could take anyone it could be a TV show it could be and now because you're able to do that online and you're not going to get bumped off because there's not if you're if, if you if you're interacting with what someone said but you're doing it from a, a commentary point of view and a review critique point of view, um, then it's absolutely fine it's within uh, copyright law which I did check out um not entirely uh but um but yeah please
1: go get your own legal advice (laughs) we are not legal advisors we are
0: not legal advisors but how how you can so i wonder whether churches can spend more time thinking about with their content it doesn't just have to be the preach it can be the reaction to something and then almost the uh the, the preach comes off that you know the preach is the I saw We saw this. This is what the thing people are interacting with. Here's how we can look at it from uh, here. Here's where they're right. Here's where they're wrong. Here's the things to think about. I think those things are going to be really helpful because it's a much more immediate, and I think it gets us out of that kind of. Um, you know, like you said, p- people will go searching for the thing they're they're looking for. So we might plan a whole series on parenting, but someone might have already found that and might just then switch off because they've already found the thing. Uh, so Maybe sometimes being a bit more immediate can be helpful, and then the things that are going to last longer take a bit more time to say. Oh, we've done a whole marriage course, or we've done a whole, you know, a whole parenting course, or something like that, and that could be really helpful for people.
1: Until you have a library of content that's basically on demand.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you could make that entire series in a week.
0: Yeah, and I wonder whether I wonder whether. So instead of like go
1: yeah. Instead of come back next week, come back next week, come back next week. It's like we've launched a marriage course. We've launched a parenting or a kids or finance health or something like that. You know, the typical things that people talk about with um, a view of what, you know, what that means with Jesus at the center. Create that content, just put it out there. But I think this comes back to like we discussed the other week. It's like, you know, using other churches content, like a signpost great stuff yeah i don't think it's our job to reinvent the wheel it's our job to shepherd and steward and i think that's a highly curating role curating yeah Yeah. it's a role it's a role for yeah curation that you know to, to put things together actually each week think of the space that you have as that gallery and you get to put things in it allow people to interact with it allow to build community around the topics that are going on that's much more engaging and like i said some great leaders some great stewards some great shepherds but everybody's a great teacher like it's like play yeah. to play to your strengths about what you're doing and maybe that does allow us to react to things that are going on and go hey these people over here you know most churches aren't really doing the alpha course yeah and you know I'm, I'm it is yeah. yeah yeah it's because it might not be everything we want it to be. And, you know, everybody's going to go, oh, I changed this one a little bit or I stopped the video here and we had our own 10 minutes. Brilliant. But actually, largely you go, it's like 90% of everything that we need. Why don't you just reuse it? It opens the sure. topics. It's got its own branding. It comes, uh, just, just, so I think there's there's much more to it. And I think that's the idea. A magazine show actually pulls up things that other people have created and church imagine if that's sort of like you know the one show is more like the you know the 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 older aspect of it the kids bit does always look a lot more like blue peter and i'm only saying that because the amount of craft my kids come home with um but it's uh that you know that that is that is part of it actually those magazine style shows are probably more where we sit but we 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 try to think with something else um but actually yeah Oh, I think I'm I'm lost down my own thinking rabbit hole now about well, what that actually means. But
0: well, in which case, let's go on to my second one. And my second one is uh use thumbnail and naming conventions. Uh so Th-
1: this sounds highly technical,
0: Chris. It is very highly technical. And uh, something that like yeah. I've been trying to get get more used to doing, especially with our own content, is, is to get more used to firstly the thumbnail. Um there there are actually now when we think about it so I was thinking about this yesterday from a church point of view in terms of artwork we've we've often create, you know churches often create artwork around their series and things like that but where where is it going to be used the majority of time YouTube Facebook and so essentially the thumbnail is actually the most important thing that we create because that's the thing that people are going to click on apart from that if people go to your church service they might see it on a screen somewhere but it's it's very much the lesser thing and it's not as important as the thumbnail. And so the thumbnail is something that I think all churches need to work harder on. And there are some standard conventions on how to do a good thumbnail these days. And you'll see it so on our videos. We, we do this. So we have faces on there. It's not because we really want to promote ourselves. It's because a good thumbnail convention is that people are more... They'll be more engaged by seeing a face. I mean, you just look through YouTube; there are faces everywhere. And the thing that you skip over are the things that don't. You know, if there's something doesn't have a face on there, then you find that people don't engage with it. So, you know, if so, let's say you're talking about someone. You know, you know say you're saying interact with someone, put their face on. But if you're just talking about something, then often it'll be your face because people want to know who's speaking. And so it's it's often and you've got to, got to kind of get over that kind of the ego thing that um mm. that you'll be worried i think people more church leaders will be worried about it rather than going yes get my face out there i don't think church leaders really think like that really much at all i'd um, hope not well i'd hope not as well um but actually you need to have a face on your your thumbnail um so that is part of it and the other one is you've the, the is the naming convention comes into the terminal because you've got to have the text on there you have got to have the words that are going to capture people and naming conventions now are based around a lot around search terms so you want to be finding what people what are people searching for and you can do that you can use uh, there are plugins that you can use on youtube uh, that will help you work out what are the, the the key search terms that people are looking for i mean you can do it just on youtube by searching for let's say you know um let's say you want to say about parenting so parenting tips for instance you know you could write in and then it, it, it will suggest the top ones that come up and so you can start to see what people are wanting around you know parenting so it could be on you know cleaning the house or it could be on you know um all sorts of different things pocket money or, or whatever and you can pick up the things that what are people interested in what are people trying to find and then you can start to name things and use those keywords which more searchable as well and then you've got to make the text stand out really so um you can't let it blend in you you know this is why you see a lot of um uh thumbnails are using you know brighter colors text that's really standing out uh with faces because it's all about you know it's all going into you know a tiny little size on your on your phone that's, that's
1: it i was going to say is a lot of this mobile first as well
0: oh i think everything's mobile first now I, you know I, I use my computer my laptop which is in front of me for work and i don't use my laptop for oh and I, I you know i do i think I, I have football manager on this so um but um <laughs> but i do have um hang on a minute my oh, <laughs> oh my God. so i think we're going to keep this in the podcast uh, everyone this is my <laughs> wife I think that's funniest because she tried to. She tried to do down. the. Um, she tried to do the. What was that? That BBC News thing with the. Um, I, I think you're gonna. You're gonna be on the podcast now. Fantastic. For
1: everybody, for everybody just listening, she came to collect straighteners. It straighteners. was. A, it was a nece- It was a necessary interruption. Apparently so. so. I
0: like the way we've both managed to keep all of our children out between us the entire time. We're and on the, episode the, the first, 49 this is episode 49 and this is the first time we've had an interruption like that um well well <laughs> <that's fantastic. laughs> where you? were we i don't know
1: um no uh, either yeah no the, the the technical aspect lining things up knowing what people are searching for but i said that that's a bit like my you know my, my first one like knowing it's knowing the audience but knowing um uh, what you're competing against. Like look for the search terms, what's being searched for at times a day as well. You can get all that information and know where people um uh, what you know, what answers and things they're what 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 they're looking for. Uh, yeah. but I think we should be doing that anyway, because it's not it's not bad to signpost to existing material and content that we already have in place. Like so we don't always have to be with our current stuff, you know. Yes, we've got our bit going out weekly, but actually that that you know the long tail as they call it is like stuff persists online it's not you know it's not quite the the newspaper you know i mean they said you know oh you know today's news tomorrow's you know um chip wrapper kind of yeah. thing digital stuff it you're not getting rid of it easy so like you know we have to think it through the, the, the footprint of what we've done how it's captured how it's used think about that because there is that there is that long tail people are going back through that catalogue as well and checking you out and finding out more about you um it's not not like this sort of like i've completed church season one um but it's uh but yeah to, to, a, to a degree there are main topics that people will come back to there's things that like them that's how that's how they interact so yeah, so, so so what is it? I think am I on to my third one?
0: Well no, I'm just, gonna...
1: just have you just finished your second one. Keep keep going, Chris.
0: I've, well, I'm blown away gonna... by
1: the interruption. Yeah, I
0: know. That is gonna be a hard <laughs> one to go over. Um so I, I think it's just to, to finish up on the on the, the second one, which is um about the thumbnail and naming conventions on the naming things. I think I'm getting a little bit uh, um frustrated with churches just saying Sunday service for their live videos on YouTube because um there's nothing why should you click that link what what is that sunday service about what what are you talking about and if you don't know and if you know it it means you've got to be more planned you know Mm -hmm. your preachers have got to finish doing the you know the friday morning special or the saturday evening special or whatever and you've got to get planned early so you can get that thumbnail done earlier in the week because and you know you know a good thumbnail if you're using something like Canva you know really cheap and easy to use you can get thumbnails done really really quickly so maybe you could get it done by Friday morning but you know what is the key thing that you're going to be talking about so that you can make a good thumbnail and but the, the other thing is that you can you know if you're using search terms and you're actually almost starting with the title in mind if you know preachers instead of writing their preach and then titling at the end if you start with the title because you're looking at what are people searching for so we want to preach to what people are interested in what they're so we want to start with where they're at we've always said you know uh we we talk about going into the world and going out of our four walls but I think that works online as well in in terms of if we just still make people view what we want to talk about or trying to get people to view what we want to talk about that's that's not as good as talking about what people are, what, what they're searching for, because that's what, what people are searching for. You know, it, it, if we can only know what people were searching for in life. Well, it happens that that they are searching for stuff on YouTube and, and they're searching for stuff on Facebook and you can find that stuff out. So you can find out what people are searching for in life because they are searching for it already and and work your videos work your preachers work your sundays around that and name them don't just call them the sunday service so that's yeah. the the naming conventions I, thing on that
1: i i heard a really interesting comment i'm, I'm gonna to have to go and try and source it i know i know who told me about it so i'm going to go and ask them um, as to, to what the source was they was saying actually people pray the modern prayer is to search engines like that actually is wow. the insight into what's on their mind, what they're thinking about and where they want answers. People pray to search engines. And there's a lot to unpack in that as a comment. Um, I will go and try and find who to, to give credit to that too. It is not us. It is way too smart. <laughs> it is not us. Um, uh, but yeah, that that's, that's and, I, and I was like, yeah, there's, there's something in that. But the visibility of it is, is that you can literally go and get that information like that. That is that is available. Um, And so it I think that's a highly intriguing proposition that you can uncover to a degree anonymously, like what people are thinking about or what words they connect with other words and how they put that together. But actually, a lot of what we search for is that can be quite heartfelt is a prayer um of like where people want answers to things um yeah on that note
0: well on that note let's go on to your third one uh so your third uh strategies for connecting people online
1: uh community 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 like we've just said that the the content aspect of it and what we're competing against and the time attention and all the rest of it is just so variable very very broad why are people coming to do it where you know be where you're doing it it's community so it's the people that they're connecting in with so just because it's online you have got to develop a interaction structure and an interaction strategy for engaging people around your content we know what this is like even with um if you take prime time tv you know, they're developing apps and things around TV programs. I mean, that's like, that's just crazy that, that that was, you know, everything that we we began to think about. But they are genuinely creating apps around it. And, you, you know, you get to vote, you get to put your thing in, you get instant feedback. You're tracking all of the Twitter conversation by hashtags about what's going on and if there's a yeah. bigger context or if it's narrow. Like some of that is actually super, super simple and very straightforward to do. So think about what are the key things that could be raised out of what's going on? Do you want people to be chatting about it, doing it in a bigger space like Facebook and Twitter, where you can look at um, hashtags and things to collect information? Or do you just have your own church app, which is surprisingly easy to do these days, where you could be getting more of that together and, you know, Using it, that actually you've probably got in the moment responses from people. You know, we've heard people say when they're talking or when they're on stage and when we're in person, they love that feedback from an audience. Um, yeah. You know, our, our congregation. Like the the app allows allows people to do that live questioning, a prompts. You know, there's that element of it of you know building the the relationship and the community to those who are doing the delivery, and then you've got the side to side one the people i am i am with viewing this how do i engage with them and see what people are saying what thoughts are coming up and also next steps if you're going to have community we need to be able to have something around the content that we're displaying that allows people to understand what's next and that whatever invitation that is you know to, to an in-person thing as we begin to open up or whether that's uh, hey are you you hear this even on the tv stuff Have you been affected by anything that you've heard or watched today? Mm. If you want to talk more about it, come in. That is an invitation to like talk to somebody pastorally, maybe lead them with prayer or do something for that individual. Why don't we have those kind of jumping off? And you might go, that's not community like this. It's all part of those steps to building relationally. And that's why I say like, you know, the, the community, we're looking at what could you do, what could you almost do by the time, you know, but after you've heard this, what could you do by next Sunday? You could actually put some of this in place because it's not difficult stuff. Um, loads of the tools and the ways to, there there are there are services and things now where you can literally click and embed community features direct on your website in like under 15 minutes. Like it's, it's not hard to think about what this looks like. You know, there are chat applications, there are, um, virtual reality spaces there are um hybrid kind of like you know office spaces online that you can drop into you can create viewing rooms and people can be in them you can create even like you can let your mind run free with what it's like but actually if you if you 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 know what you're against and you know what else is in the space that you're dealing with you're curating content 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 because that's what you've got to do. You've you know what people are searching for, you know where people are already at, and you're you're using that, and now you're appropriately displaying what you're doing. The next bit is you've got to have community because that's the bit that makes it personable and why people are hanging around. Because, you know, there are, you know, there are other churches out there, but there there is something about who you are doing this for, which is why it's specific in your context, your location, or your Ethos of how you do it—that is really drawing people in. It will never not have people who are miles and miles away who like won't physically be with you, especially if you've got online stuff. But actually, the bulk is, is that they're still connecting. So give them, give them, give them the ability to be able to engage and be part of that.
0: Yeah, there's um, there's a YouTube channel that I, uh, I interact with. It's uh, like I said, I'm interested in football. As uh, my team is Arsenal, and there's one that's just around Arsenal Football Club. And they what that channel does well—they've got about you know twenty-four thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, but what they do well is they their their big thing is around community, and I find that the most fascinating thing is that they are constantly going into the live chat uh, and and taking questions. They have whole shows which are just all about just. Uh, interacting with people in the comments answering their questions and I want uh, and often you know even when they're doing you know they do some quite technical things talking about you know some of the statistics of football and so they do that go into that but they always leave a segment at the end of every show to go into the comments interact with people because that's what creates community because you start to see the same people pop up quite a lot of the time, you know, and so a lot of people like myself just sort of watch it later on, you know, on demand, but there's lots of people, they have a whole community who's there live watching it, and you start to know those people, you get to know some some people and what they're like and what they, you know, so you start to understand, you know, even if they're just people in the comments, you don't know who they are, but you start to get some of their personality, so community does start to get formed Mm. in that way, and I think that we can use the chat function on YouTube and the community function on YouTube uh which they're all all the stuff is there readily available that we can use and I think that the more that we can do that we can use our Sunday mornings to yeah like you said have an app where people can ask questions and you leave the last third of your preach just for answering questions about the topic how amazing would that be or and I, I think that there's there's way more interactivity that we can have um so that we can say right we're just going to go into the comments and see what what people think and you could do that, you can do that live in, in, in your in-person yeah. services as well.
1: Absolutely. Cool. What's what's your what's your final one, Chris?
0: My final one is uh advertise with Facebook ads. Uh this might sound um simple and it is really simple, but the simple fact is if if you want to connect with more people online, you've got to be seen online more. And the best way to be seen online more is to advertise. And uh, I was doing some research the other day and found that uh, the, re- the recommended range of, um, of how much you should spend on on advertising uh, for, for a company, this would be between 5 and 12%. So 12% would be if you go sort of a really sort of aggressive expansion, wanting to reach lots of people. Uh, 5% is more sort of steady growth. But what could we do if we were, you know, we want to reach more people and more most people, you know, going to people where they are is online nowadays. And that means we need to find a way to reach them. And Facebook ads are the way that you reach people. Now, online is the most effective, most effective cost per click. Uh, And so think about your budget. You know, if you've got uh, if you've got a one hundred thousand pound budget as a church, then maybe consider putting five thousand pound a year into advertising it sounds crazy doesn't it or well, it sounds a lot I mean I've I've not really thought about this before but I think this is becoming more and more crucial that we need to spend more money advertising on Facebook and uh because we need to we, we want we have something that we want people to see and people only get to see it when it gets promoted through Facebook and of course with Facebook now it's so targeted you can target you know you can target your area, you can target demographics within your area, people with interests in your area. So you could, you know, let's say you're doing a parenting series, you could target parents or people that are interested in parenting pages within the certain age group within your area and you can target it to that level and you can set the parameters, you can set your spend. Uh, I think that Facebook ads are just something that churches need to start embracing and uh, and and spending and having a budget for that spend incredible thank
1: you very much that's that's a a little one that kind of caps it off and one that you can probably go and find out much more about but Mm. yeah and and, one that's highly
0: effective there's loads of videos that would say it much better than i would and you know going on on youtube and, and searching for that you can just search you know, how to do Facebook ads and there will be so many videos that will help you do that. But it's so worth doing it and it's worth putting a budget line aside for advertising your services. It's really, really worth it.
1: Fantastic. That's a a whistle-stop tour, six amazing things, even though I say so myself. Hey, I'm going to sell that one. You know what? I'm going to own it. That was six good things about online that I've probably not always grouped in that way.
0: And, or, and also an interruption from my wife about hair straighteners as well so uh, that, that was hilarious <laughs> was staying in for sure
1: Think right. thinking curls Think,
0: think. <laughs> no, well straightened so good wouldn't be curls yeah never I mind but she was thinking, yeah we'll, we'll get there <laughs> never mind Lee thank you so much as always have a great rest of your day will do mate thank you